Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome and today we go to British Columbia to talk to the co-founder and CEO of Global Bound Education. So it's Sanish Gupta, who's a teenager and a smart one, and that's why we're having him on today. So welcome, and tell me about where you go to school. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So my name is Tanish Gupta. I'm a grade 11 student at Siakam Secondary School in Delta, British Columbia. Okay. And when you finish high school, what do you want to do? Um, you know, I've been thinking about this for quite a long time, and I think most likely somewhere in the medical field, I've always wanted to be a doctor, so I think that's something that I'm aiming for. Hopefully, I can go to a school like UBC or U of T, so yeah, that's something that I've been thinking about for quite a while. Okay, and I have to ask, how's the weather out there today? Weather is actually pretty good. Normally, in BC, we're always getting rain, but today's been pretty sunny, so I might go for a bike ride or something like that later today. Terrific. Okay, so as we start into this, tell us about the organization, when it started, and how you came up with the name. Yeah, so Global Bound Education, it started in August 2020, and really what we do right now is we send educational packages to schools in developing countries. So how these educational packages really work is that we have a whole team composed of just high school students who help in making these uh, booklets uh, that can either be in math, science, or English. And we have various schools that we're partnered with, uh, specifically uh, in Africa. And what we really do is that these schools, they send us topics, things that they, things that they want to teach to their students. And many of these, these schools, they don't have the funding that kids in Canada, the U.S. might have. They're not necessarily organized under an actual district. So these schools are mainly just run by volunteers uh, within the community. So they typically send us these topics that they want to help teach their students. And then we help in making those uh, packages. So talk about your, uh, your team. So our team is mainly composed of high school students, like I said, all across uh, North America. We do have a few members who are from Europe, but mainly our, our members are from grades 9 to 12. Some might be in uh, university, but we have a great group of kids who are helping us out. We have many people who've been with us since the start of when we, like when we started the organization, so that being August 2020, and then some people who have just joined us. So yeah, it's a great group, and I've loved working with all of them. So how do you fund this? Yeah, so in terms of funding, we, we actually haven't really, we, we haven't really needed any money. Uh, the only thing we've needed money for is our website, and that's come out of my pocket and the other co-founders' uh, pocket. We've, we've only really spent around, I think, $50 on the organization, and that's just for our website. Everything else is done digitally. For example, the, um, our packages, that's all made of, uh, through Google Drive, uh, so that's it's all done on kids' laptops, so we don't really need to worry about any any kind of funding. And then in terms of sending those packages to um, the schools, we send it via email, and then these schools can print it out, and then they can go ahead and uh, give that to their students. 
But we're also joined by the co-founder and chief executive officer, Caleb Bow. And where are you located? Uh, I'm located in uh, Toronto, Ontario. And yeah, sorry, sorry I'm late. I lost track of time and then I was stuck in traffic too. Okay, that's all right. Your, your partner has given us some insight on it in terms of what you do. Mm-hmm. So right now, you do some programs in Africa. Mm-hmm. What about Ukraine? Um, I guess that is a very prevalent issue right now. And that's actually something we, we haven't thought about specifically, but I guess that is something that points us in the right direction of where our mission stands, which is helping education in those places that are underprivileged right now. And uh, the situation with Ukraine right now is something really unfortunate. Um, a lot of children are being displaced right now, moving out of their homes, um, fleeing the country. That is something actually that I think would be very aligned with our mission. I think Tanish and I could actually possibly discuss this and how we can send aid into that country. Um, that's actually a very interesting idea. So Tanish, how do you put up with this, Caleb? No, Caleb, Caleb's a great person to work with. Um, you know, typically whenever we work, um, it's normally just phone calls. Uh, we call each other and, you know, we, we can work from anywhere from 30 minutes to like nine hours. So he sometimes he's a little bit difficult, but otherwise he's a great partner. He's a great person to work with. He has a great work ethic and just his demeanor, his personality, what he brings to GVE, it really makes it like an environment where it's, it's, it's fun to work. This doesn't feel like an extracurricular. It doesn't feel like a like a job in a sense it just feels like something that we're doing and it feels fun all throughout he always makes me laugh so it's great to work with him yeah okay so do you get advice from teachers or college professors or who do you get help from that's all great question so we do actually have two supervisors we have uh, one person who is my uh, ninth grade science teacher he is our uh, he's our adult supervisor so he helps out so if we ever need help with you know maybe how to handle a particular member or if we need some kind of guidance we'll always reach out to him he always helps out and then we also have another adult supervisor he used to be uh, on our on our executive team he's now at cornell university uh, he's first year university and we just ask him questions if like he has that insight because he is he was on this team so he can always give us feedback um sometimes he shows up to our meetings so he always gives us feedback if we need it and he just uh, tells us about like things, improvements we can make or things that we're doing well. So we always reach out to those two if we ever need it. So Caleb, I have an MBA, but I know I couldn't do grade nine math. <laughs> it's, it's changed a little bit since I went to, to high school. So yeah. are you looking to expand the number of courses that you're offering? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's like that was a fundamental issue that Tanish and I bumped into when we started this organization. Like, to what certain extent could we kind of like model our curriculum after, and to what extent can our package creators follow like a difficulty, like fifth grader, sixth grader, seventh grader? Um, and our whole organization was based off of the idea of creating a a sort of a volunteer internship for high school students. Um, yeah, so particularly grade nine to twelve students, and we realized that they. The, the grade level that we create can't be too much outside of their 
their um their current understanding and knowledge so that's why we chose from kindergarten to seventh grade um and we thought that'd be more suitable but after previously expanding through our first um, school, so after we partnered with Ajoy Kindergarten, we expanded to three more schools. Um, another one was in Tanzania, another one was in Uganda, and another one was in Ghana. And after we expanded to around, I think we impacted around 300 or more students. And with our organization growing at a steady rate, that is something we considered. We, we even considered opening up more different departments we could model our curriculum. So for example, um, I think one was history, another one was geography, or maybe even the arts. But um, in terms of package creators, at this rate, we're hoping to expand more. And once we have enough package creators and potentially expand our grade level to our package creators, possibly to university level, I think that's something we can consider when we can bump up our increase in our difficulty level to maybe even eighth or ninth grade uh, level math, English, science, geography, or history. So, Tanej, do you have any idea how many students or teachers have used these courses? Uh, yeah, I think Kayla touched on this. Uh, in terms of students, it's been around 300 students. I'd say it's four schools, so probably around, around that number. And then in terms of teachers, I think uh, I can't give you an exact answer. I know that at a Joy Kindergarten, that was the very first school that we did partner with. They had around, I think, I want to say five or six teachers. So the other schools, I think, are around that number. Some may be more, a little bit more, or a little bit less. So it can be really anywhere between 30 to 50, somewhere around that number in terms of teachers. And Caleb, which countries are you in again? Uh, we have partner schools in Tanzania, Uganda, and Ghana right now. Okay. What about Canada? <laughs> Canada, that's actually an interesting story because I previously talked to Tanish, and then I also talked to my my current grade biology teacher. Um, right now, I know she's helping out with um, indigenous schools in Northern Ontario that are in need of uh, funding and resources. So I actually talked to Tanish about this, and then I reached out to a certain connector. Um, and right now, we're waiting for a res uh, response to um, possibly help those indigenous schools and provide access to those packages that we create. And uh, I just want to bring up that we we did have a uh, existing partnership with another organization similar to Global Bound Education. Um, they're called uh, Student Overseas Foundation. Um, the idea was that we would help their partnered orphanages, and we would also send uh, our package and resources to their partner schools. I, I know they have a, a couple um, schools in Sierra Leone and some other uh, partner schools, but that's something we're looking forward to. So Tanish, talk about the importance of partnerships. I think partnerships are really important. We've partnered with a few organizations, like Kayla mentioned, the SOS Foundation, but partnerships really help us in terms of just gaining more connections. So like, for example, partnering with SOS Foundation, that kind of provided, provided us with the opportunity to find other schools, and not just schools, but also orphanages, kids who really need like who like don't have that opportunity to go to school or have the resources that many students like Caleb and I have. So 
in terms of that partnerships do help and then when it comes to social media or just trying to you know work on our outreach it, it does help to have those partnerships we've partnered with certain certain organizations where they highlight our positions that are open so they can share um our positions to any kind of interested high school students and that can you know that helps us in terms of growing our team and recruiting more passionate students so that's yeah partnerships help with um, both aspects there so caleb have you reached out to any corporate sponsors to help you grow your organization yeah, so that, that, that's also something we're currently in works of right now. Um, back in the summer, uh, my mom's a real estate agent, so uh, her, her, her corporation, um, we, we asked their, the boss if we could uh, potentially get uh, a sponsorship from them. Um, I know that with our partner schools, a lot of them actually reached out to us asking if we could provide um, supply and ink and toner paper because our packages range from like 20 to 25 pages and printing out each individual package for so many students that uses up a lot of money and as i mentioned our partner schools reached out to us about funding so we were hoping in terms of the sponsorship from the real estate company uh, maybe that could potentially help us with uh, supplying these uh, paper ink and toner not just like the actual packages but being able to provide them with the resources they need I think you can expand it way beyond that into uh, much larger dollars. So, see, I co-wrote a book called The Give Back Economy, which mm -hmm. is the same as the podcast. And uh, what it does is it shows you how to start and grow a mm -hmm. social enterprise and how to apply corporate social responsibility. Mm -hmm. So... That's something to uh, consider. And and see, the royalties go to a give-back fund that supports the work that we're doing. So mm -hmm. back to you guys. Uh, Tanish, in three years from today, what's the organization going to look like? I think, uh, yeah, this is, this is a conversation Caleb and I have had quite a few times. And really the goal right now is trying to create a nonprofit organization that can kind of be like, you know, exist by itself, creating like a self-sustaining organization by itself without us. That's kind of a goal because in three years, right, Caleb and I will be in university. We do still want to be a part of GDE, but in terms of holding the CEO positions that most likely that might not happen, we're not sure yet. So we do want to create an organization where we've created, like we have a solid structure where it doesn't need us anymore, where our members are trained. We have enough uh, leadership positions open so that people can really lead this team. So that's probably a goal uh, in three years from now that we have a self-sustaining nonprofit. And then also we're partnered with hopefully like anywhere between 15 to 20 schools. I think that would be, I think that'd be great. And just keep making those packages, keep having those uh, rolling out. I think that would be really beneficial for us. So why not connect with college and university students who could help you grow the organization and may have some of those business skills that uh, would help you? Uh, for sure. We definitely are open to accepting university or college students to join us on our mission. Uh, all of our applications are open to university and college students. It's not just limited to high school students. We just haven't received those applications. Uh, many of the people that we do have in our team, like I said before, are in high school. We do have a few university students, but uh, you know, 
a lot of them are busy. I don't think university students don't have a lot of time for something like this because, you know, doing this kind of position, being in GBE, it does take quite a bit of a commitment, but we're always open to getting university students in GBE because they can always help out, you know, with the skills that they're gaining at university. It's a completely different level compared to high school. So those skills can definitely uh, aid GBE. So Caleb, uh, because you joined us a little bit late, what are you going to do at university? Um, I'm currently interested in computer science, um, like Tanish. Uh, I was interested in medicine at first, but um, realizing that um, medicine requires like a lot of dedication, um, it requires a lot of years of schooling. I don't know if I would be able to keep something like that, but whereas computer science, I guess you could say it's more the work-life balance is a bit better. So I guess that's something that pulled me more towards that side. But recently, uh, I've been exposed to a lot of like um, technologies, like artificial intelligence, blockchain, or cryptocurrency technology. That's something that really like pulled me in, and um, that's something that I want to pursue further. Okay. So next question. Let's start with Tanish. What do your parents think about what you're doing? Uh, yeah, my parents, they've always been supportive about this. Um, they always ask questions like, you know, they're always curious to know what's going on within GBE. They've even asked, like, can they donate here and there? So they definitely they definitely helped out. They're, they're always like, positive about it. They're always uh, encouraging me. Uh, so, yeah, it's great to have them, you know, by my side. They're always encouraging. So, yeah, they're great. Um, it's great. It's great to have them around just, you know, talking about GBE, always asking these questions. So it's nice to, you know, have them see them so, like, interested in the organization. And Caleb, what are your parents saying? Um, I guess for my parents, um, maybe they probably never would have really thought that I would like do something like this. Um, being able to make such a big difference in the community alongside Tanish, um, I think that's something that um, that's something that really, I guess you could say, wowed them. But uh, in the sense that, like, where like when they were high school students, uh, they probably didn't do much of this. So. They're really supportive of me, just like Tanish's parents. And I guess they do hope for the best that this organization will be able to create a self-sustaining growth that one day that we can just help out along the way, but this organization will be able to continue to thrive and help as many kids as possible. And what is the website again, uh, Tanish? Uh, it's www.globalboundeducation.org. Okay. Okay, well, thank you guys for uh, taking time away from the hockey game, from the Paralympics, <laughs> and uh, to uh, spend some time to do this interview. Thank you so much uh, for this opportunity and being able to listen to what we have to say. It's great talking to you.